With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There's a new player in town. Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Some might say there's something a little bit strange about standing next to the bar at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning, but we call it Saturdays in the Gong, live from Wollongong Golf Club, the Tap-In Terrace. I'm Tim Barrow, joining you 11.70 in Sydney for the first hour, or 8 till 10 on 15.75am, SEN track Illawarra. Joining me this morning, Fox Sports broadcaster Matt Russell and the Illawarra Mercury senior sports writer Mitch Jennings. Lads, 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 Cox Plate Day. What a beautiful day. My favourite race day of the year, men. Wait for Age Championship of Australasia. So many great memories over the decades. Bone Crusher, our Waverley star. We might dip into that a bit later, Geno, but yep. Cox Plate, that's it for me. It always is. It's a top rate. I think the best horses win Cox Plates. It's always one of the best racing days of the year. I'm with you. It's an exciting day, whether the Hong Kong horse romantic warrior lives up to the hype in the big race. Plenty of chances. We'll delve into that soon. We've got a giveaway. Very exciting. It's a, a first for Saturdays in the it's gong. Tips, is it? We're giving <laughs> we're plenty of tips to come. We're giving away more than that. As we go, we're giving four times four-person passes to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill on November 4th, a Saturday week. Tickets for you and three mates to the Golden Eagle. And you can also get your tickets at theraces.com.au. So what we want you to do is send us a message on 0457 736 736. Just tell us what your favourite race day is. Is it Cox Plate? Is it the Everest? Is it the Wagga Gold Cup? It certainly is for me. Is it the uh, Gong? Is it the, the gong? gong? The $1 million the, the gong. gong. And why? You know, have you had a great day, a great winner? What brings back keep it short keep it sharp keep it punchy put your name on it send it through 0457 736 736 we'll have four times four people going to the golden eagle on november 4 yeah four by four means you and three mates tim you and three mates yep. to the golden eagle at rosehill gardens next saturday tickets at the races.com.au I reckon we could do some damage there at Rose Hill on Golden Eagle Day, boys. There might be some. Uh, Russell Matthews might win today. You got to keep it on the down low <laughs> if you win. I reckon you got to keep it real down low. If you've got if you've got three mates, and I don't know about probably actually you guys probably aren't familiar with having more than three mates, but <laughs> if you've got more than three mates and you got to do a pick, geez, that gets tough, doesn't it? I reckon we'll throw in we'll throw in uh, throw in the bride if you. Uh, if you're lucky enough to have one. Just tell the hangers on to buy their tickets. That's the way it works. Big week in a sport, though, with the Pacific Championship still ticking along and NBL rocking and rolling that we were at the other night, Jeno. We were. What a breakthrough, too. What a... Tyler Harvey, I'll tell you what. He, he... I was racking him up this week. I did a bit of a story for uh, for the Mercury, just going back over some of them. And you don't realise how many they are. Not just not just those game winners, because I can remember the three. There's obviously the one against the Breakers, the, the, the floater, the lay-in. At the death, there's obviously been 
the one last year against you, one of the best buzzer beaters we've ever seen in the history of the NBL, that one from the Hungry Jacks logo, forget the car park, and then obviously what produced on uh, the other night, but uh, the, the amount of go-ahead shots or the amount of game-tying shots down the stretch, it's just incredible the way he just wills them in. I've always said he's one of the best competitors I've ever seen in any sport, and he just logged them up. He was three of, three of 11. From oh. deep before he lobbed that one in. It's not like he was shooting the lights out all night, but you still just you don't want the ball in any other any other set of hands, and he showed why. And some Sydney listeners might not know the Hawkies had been struggling, hadn't been able to beat time with a stick. They were well ahead of Cairns. Then next thing they were down by two, six seconds to play. Tyler Harvey has a shot for the corner. I'm standing right there, and it looked like it was short the whole way, the whole way. And then like something out of the movie as time expired ball splashes into the bottom of the net fantastic stuff and uh, yeah great moment for the Hawkies I wonder how we're talking about that basket in a month and two months but afterwards I did ask the dumbest question in a media conference this year Bull Qual having great numbers for the Cairns Taipans had just been beaten on the buzzer so they're distraught he comes into the media conference and after not answering the first five or six questions I thought I'd bring him in I said Bull your numbers this year sensational are you having fun just gave me this blank stare and said, I just got beaten on the buzzer. <laughs> Grade three. Blank's generous. I think it was a contemptuous stare. Grade three crap question from Russell. So I said, you know what? You're 100% right. So let's reword that question. I think Tell me why him. your game has gone to a new level this year. Uh, he bad, he bad media fan. question. He, he was, it was, yeah. There you go, Matty. I'll, I'll, I'll take the rap for that. I was over on the laptop trying to file, mate. So I left Were you, you laughing you with my question? Out there. I did. I had a bit of a chuckle. It was, was a crap I was, question. I was having fun. Bull, bull qual might not been having fun, but I was having fun <laughs> listening to the, uh, the Matt Russell press conference. We'll talk more about the Hawks after 9 o'clock with the great Matty Campbell, who'll be... He's down in Melbourne for their game uh, tomorrow. But the difference there is being one and five and being two and four. So I mean, if the Hawks can claw their way back to say five and five or seven and seven in the midway through the season, they're ready to launch, aren't they? So the 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 difference in that shot going down and missing could be enormous. Yeah, it always is, and it's it, this is the NBL can swing on that. It's so ridiculously close. We say it every year, but to. Uh have everyone beating everyone the way they are. We could probably touch on at some point Perth, Matty. What is going on there? I mean, anyone can get anyone can literally beat anyone on their night uh, in this in this league. So it's never at this stage of the year. It's probably never as bad as things seem, or as good as things seem. So it's all going to play out down the track. From the basketball to the Pacific Championships, a big game. It's the Kangaroos and the Kiwis. Always a crucial clash down there at Amy Park. Eight ten o'clock. Eight ten p.m. tonight at Amy Park. Now. Do they keep their cards sort of close to their chest here tonight with a final to come? What are we expecting? Well, every game on Fox Sports and KO, I'm expecting just a belter of a game. I know they play twice in two weeks, but please don't get too cute. Just go out there, rip in and try and win the game. Playing well, building belief, that will help you next week. Don't keep anything in the closet. Just put it all out there, Mitch. What about you? Yeah, I say go out there and, yeah, I'm with you, mate. Do it that way. It's It's... Test match rugby league is what what you love about it is yeah. usually such a tough grind and a graft. But you know, get out there, throw some caution to the wind, and you know, you you, you rarely get to play and pull on that jumper as much as you know people have in generations gone by. So I think the the guys that wear it, they're not going to go out there and take it lightly or play for next week when you've got a kangaroos jumper or a kiwi jumper on. So it's going to be, um, you know, I think it's going to be. Did you did you watch last week, gentlemen, with the the Samoa versus New Zealand? Yeah. What about that? I've said it before, and I went. At, it buys and sells origin, I'm telling you. For the pure passion, the fans in the in the stand, the the hackers, the nose to nose, buys it doesn't have it's not the same cash cow that state of origin is, but for me as far as passion and what it means, I, it buys and sells origin multiple times over. 
Boys, it's not the only international. We've got PNG taking on Fiji. An interesting battle in the game, but also the fact that being played at Port Moresby, PNG in the middle of a push for NRL expansion as well. And joining us on the line, we had to get the great man, the Fiji International. He's played more than 300 games in the NRL and the Super League. He's now the Group 7 General Manager down here on the South Coast, Ashton Sims. Good morning, mate. Gentlemen, it's always an honour. How are we? Outstanding, mate. Um, Fiji had almost sort of been the, the forgotten Pacific nation for a while, just given the rise of Samoa and Tonga, but uh, a really good opportunity for um, for your your nation. You, you played uh, games with uh, Fiji as an international. Um, what what do you make of... Well, what, what expectations have you got on them today or tomorrow? Yeah, look, expectations... Yeah, expectations always high for tomorrow. Port Moresby, I saw a little bit of the... Uh, uh, some footage through the week and, and you know, PNG, the, the people of Papua New Guinea, they just come out in their droves doesn't matter what country you're from, they just support the game and that's what you want, you want to see that you want to see rugby league growing to the, and expanding um, to all, all different areas of the globe but also, you know, strengthening our grassroots, making sure that our community rugby league is as best it can be and is thriving and evolving but my, my big, my, that, that's always been, mean, uh, sorry, always been my big motto is you know, I've got, I've got a uh, extensionist mindset with a community heart. I want to make sure that our community rugby league is going as strong as it can be, uh, but also want to give that feeling that I get when I watch and play rugby league growing up. You know, to the masses, to the you know Pacific Islands, to North America, to you know the Asian, pan-Asian countries. So it's um, yeah, but it's an exciting. It's going to be an exciting game tomorrow. PNG on their home turf. Uh, you know, they won't be looking to get turned over and you know, against the, against a really strong Fiji party who. You know, they took it to the wire against the Cook Islanders last weekend. Let's hope that the uh, PNG fans get out en masse. Well, we know they will, but let's hope they're in the stadium. Let's hope the ticket prices and every other thing else is uh, available for them to get in. Last week, Ashton, I called Fiji against Cook Islands. This back five for the Bahi, Jareen Buller, Mike Asivo and Mika Ravalawa, Sunia Taruva and Wanga Blake. I was thinking they're going to put 50 on the Cook Islands, but the Cook Islands lifted. They played really well, and in the end, Fiji was lucky to win. I wonder whether all these Ferraris in that back five actually play like Ferraris this week and not like Datsun 280Bs <laughs> like last week. No, I think, you know, there would have been a lot of nerves going into last week's game, obviously. Uh, it was the first game for the Fiji Barty. I, I went up to their last training session and presented a few people, their, a few of the debutants their jerseys and just gave an understanding of what it, what it means to play for the Fiji Barty. It's, it's more than just another NRL game. It's more than just another game in footy. It's, uh, it, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of spirituality and a lot of pride that goes with it. Uh, when you pull on that Fiji Barty jersey, you're not just playing for yourself, you're playing for your heritage, your pride, your... Uh, um, you know the people, that, you know your relatives, the people, their family that come before you, but also the people that have pulled on that jersey um, before you. So, look, uh, young Jareen Buller, I thought he was, I thought he was good last week. Yeah, the back five, the back five are exceptional, but you know they, you know they need to do a job themselves. They can't just rely on the forwards to, to try and get forward. They need to take the, the you know. They're bit by the teeth and, and, and really command, uh, you know, be commanding because they're just such big, strong men. You know, Wanga Blake, Michael Stevo, Mika Ravalawa, as you said before, um, they're guys who can literally play in the forwards, but you've got them out there on the wing. 
I wanted to tap in. You just mentioned about the, the spirituality and being in Fiji camp. The, the first year I was here in Wollongong was 2008 when the World Cup, which was when I actually met you. And uh, Fiji played France here at Wynn Stadium. Now, Fiji went into the game as underdogs and were outstanding and uh, gave France a bit of a lesson that day. But during the, the training sessions, you know, go along to training waiting for a couple of interviews, as you do. And after the training, they, you know, all sort of joined in a, in a circle and there was a, a, a hymn. It had a real sort of gospel choir feel to it for the, you know, the punters who aren't, yep. sort of haven't really experienced it. I mean, it was just, it was a bit of an eye-opener for me uh, as a journo and as an outsider. It was It was quite extraordinary and it just shows that there is really something special about coming together for your country. And Tim, I love the contrast. You'll have some Pacific nations doing the war dance, the haka. You've got the Fijians singing this divine hymn, just delivering it beautifully. So, so Ashton, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful element of Fiji preparations. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and then, you know, it just highlights the diversity, the different diversity in cultures that we have in the world. And it's such a beautiful thing that rugby league speaks the universal language uh, and sport in general sorry speaks the universal language so what we do we come together for it's called the Nongul Masu and that's um, that just means my prayer to God and uh, and then we sing it yeah we sing it in three different yeah so, sort of three different melodies but what it does and if you understand words to it I didn't really understand it until my second world cup or really gave a good grafting on it it's uh, you know it is, a, it is around spirituality it is around you know giving yeah letting God be your strength and moving you forward and um, you know, giving you the strength to be the best man you can be. Win, lose, you know, win, lose or draw. We all want to get off the field and the opposition off the field the same way we walked onto it. So, um, look, it's, uh, it's it's something else. Like to me, that, that 2008 World Cup campaign was that was an incre- that was incredible to be a part of because you know there was only about three or four NRL players in that side, and um, and we went all the way to the semi-finals. Unfortunately, we come into a uh, come across a team called the Australian Kangaroos who put about 60 on us <laughs> in the footy stadium. Uh, but look, it's the experience that we all gained. You know, we unearthed a, a young man by the name of Aquila Uaki, um, and Aku just went on from strength to strength there. Uh, and Jared Hayne was was something else that campaign as well. So, look, it's it's one thing. It's like like I said, it's more than rugby league. It's more than sport when you play international rugby league and. Um, you know, we'll change it. I heard someone talking before about how State of Origin means a lot to New South Wales and Queenslanders. You know, these specific, these specific nations have, you know, these specific uh, the rugby league in the Pacific Islands, it means a lot to a lot of people in there. Um, there's a lot of countries there who live in a, they live in a state of depression. Um, there are, you know, you look at Fiji, and I, you know, I say this openly, you, you, a lot of people go to Fiji to go and, uh, you know, go on holiday on the resorts and the islands, and it's beautiful, that's great, but... You know, you go 500 metres off the off the main road, west, inland, and you know there's there's little shacks and little yeah you know little uh, communities there that that really um, that that they're the people that you're playing for because they're the people that really uh, have your back in those situations. And uh, we went up to Fiji a few times before and after camp, and to, to see what it means for them for their national team to play uh, to play for them. That's one of the big reasons why you do do those pre-season camps. So you do get a grasp, and, and it gives you a bit of a real shot of reality uh, for the people that you, and for the people that you're playing for. Ashton, do you know you mate? It's, I think you've t- hit on a on an interesting issue there, and I, it's a bit of a question without notice. But I'd like to know your opinion on. I guess we're talking about now eligibility and everything else. Our game's never been more international, as far as the rise of Samoa, the rise of Tonga. Obviously, Fiji have been around 
going to semi-finals as they did back in 2008 there everything else it's it's such an international game and obviously that's going to bring debates about state of origin and everything else one of the things that i always or one of the lines of argument that i always take issue with is this suggestion that if you want to pull on the new south wales jumper or the queensland jumper uh if, but if you also then want to pull on the Samoan or the Tongan or the Fijian jumper, that somehow your passion for, for New South Wales or Queensland is diminished or can't be the same as someone aspiring to pull on the Kangaroos jumper. I know your brother Tarek obviously has worn the blue jumper and played for Fiji. I mean, is there a yeah. people misunderstanding that? Or I certainly disagree with that. I'd like to know your thoughts on that. Can you explain how much you can hold a passion for the blue jumper and that, uh, and that ambition whilst also simultaneously holding that pride in, in your heritage? Absolutely, you can, mate. Look, I, I, I don't understand that argument myself because, you know, it's like, you know, if you're born and bred in New South Wales, but you've also got bloodlines for some of these different other countries. Like, you know, my, I've, I've always, you know, I'm, obviously I've grew up in Australia, I'm a proud New South Welshman, but I'm also a, I've also got proud Fijian heritage and Fijian blood. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into it too much, but I, I, remember, I remember the stories my mum used to tell me about when they migrated from Fiji to Australia. Uh, and the hardship that they had to go through. They moved to Mount Druitt. Um, they got teased. They got, you know, they got they got abused because they weren't, you know, they, they weren't, a, you know, the, the quintessential white Australian. And that stuff, that stuff plays on your heartstrings as well. So you, absolutely, you can be proud to be both. And I'm, I'm more than happy to say that. I, I feel that you know, people who play for New South Wales can certainly go and play for one of the heritage, uh, you know, for their Pacific Island or heritage nation. I don't see it as a conflict of interest. I just see it as growing rugby league. Uh, as a global brand that it is, um, but also, you know, uh, uh, representing your heritage, representing your, your, your you know, the people that, that have been before you uh, and your family. Well, that's tomorrow, Ashton. PNG against Fiji, 4pm Eastern Daylight Time. Catch it on Fox Sports and KO. Tonight, of course, the men and the women. From six, it's the women, the Jillaroos against the Kiwi Ferns, into the Kangaroos against the Kiwis. 6 and 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. A great weekend of Rugby League, Tim. Absolutely. Look, appreciate your time, Ashton. Always a pleasure to have you on board. We'll talk to you again soon. We'll head to a break. International Rugby League. There's a new player in town. Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track.